cool. Welcome oh, okay. to the Public Access Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Rusty fucking Diamond. Uh, that's how we started off here today. Uh, today, I have a guest, a special guest, who I met. This guy was the most consistent person on my shows, and I I wanted him there every time. He came the first time. It was He told me, you know, hey, I live right by where you're running the show. And I was like, who? Like, because that's, that's where I'm from. And there was nobody else doing comedy out there. So I was trying to figure out who this was. But he came the first time. Uh, and and I, I loved this guy. And so he came back. He was there at every show. Even the show I was not at, he was there. Um, and yeah, I, I had to keep inviting him back. He was always fun, always crushing it. And and then I left. Uh, and I don't know what happened to the guy running it. He could have. There are many theories that we have uh, about the guy that was running that place. <laughs> um, and he did not like myself or the other host very much. <laughs> um, but that doesn't have anything to do with this guy. He loved this guy. So uh, without, uh, you know, all that other fun stuff that we got to talk about, I'm going to bring on Dan Wianco to the hey. stage yeah hey hey yeah. yeah what was that guy's name what was that guy's uh, name in that show it was a, i feel like it was Waylon. should have been Waylon, but it was uh, it was wade wade wait yeah. that was yeah you didn't mess with, that, yeah you didn't mess with big wade no, no we think that he was in the witness protection program that's what we were thinking oh yeah that could be it he didn't really like running that shop no he did not and then he ended up moving the shop to another location there and then i think that one went away and i don't know what happened to him then now he might have yeah, and i haven't seen I him think, i think we yeah. found he got found out yeah i love that show of yours though i would elbow my way in every every thursday right i you know it was like yeah, like maybe once a month or so on yeah like a thursday or maybe it was a tuesday i think it was a tuesday night or something was it but, yeah you do i mean yeah yeah, there were nights where that place was like standing room only. And I mean, yeah. there were some nights where it was far from it. But man, uh, dude, yeah, you always question <laughs> there. And the, I mean, it was a different crowd too, which was cool. We got to do a little bit of something different. It wasn't, you know, it was a little more anything goes out there and in, in Westland. Yeah. But sometimes I just read the, uh, the people that got busted or yeah, the, yeah, the old... I'd read I'd read what the 911 calls were in, in West Lynn, which those are hilarious by themselves. Absolutely. You know? But uh, but yeah, no, the, the good thing about being on that show of yours and just <laughs> elbowing my way in every week was I met like pretty much all the comics working in Portland, you know, like and I had already met them and, and now it's yeah it was just a great way to like meet people immediately and kind of get to know them uh so that was really great i really appreciated that show and uh yeah, without to having to go anywhere you had yeah. to go you know a few less than a mile i think uh to get there and no it was good. yeah dude and yeah uh i mean people always came to see you and the people who were coming back who weren't there with you were always asking why well, where's dan when's dan coming on i'm like he'll be on don't worry don't worry he's coming <laughs> he's coming and yeah um 
Yeah, I mean, you did that for like over you did that over a year, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think I did it for over a year until uh, until Wade was just like, nope, you guys. Uh, I think I don't know if he was closing the shop down or if he just wanted us to get out or it was it was close to time before it closed down. He went to the other location, but he's basically. I think he was yeah really wanting us to get out when uh, Sid yeah. and I to just be he done. Wasn't, he wasn't very pleasant. Not not so much, but he allowed us to have that space. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean now it's, called, you, uh, now it's called the Salty Rhino. No shit. Yeah. Okay, that's I mean, an interesting name. Good. I haven't I haven't gone in there to see about comedy yet though. Maybe I should. Yeah, I mean. Uh, um, it was it was a it's a bit of a commute since most of the people live in uh, Portland. Yeah, it was it was kind of tough. I remember I won't I won't name names, but there was one person who decided to take a taxi from Portland, uh, and then take a taxi back and wanted me to flip the bill for that. And that's uh, a <laughs> like a fucking 20, 25 minute ride at least. <laughs> yeah. uh, each way and so i was like oh no no that's not happening so i bet i know who it is yeah you might know who it is but yeah that was i was like there's no way i'm doing that that's i mean yeah so um so but now you're hosting uh you've been hosting you've been hosting a couple shows at least right yeah i was hosting a mic for a couple years on the in the warm weather and then but I just started a, a show in September at Ice House. It's called Icebreaker. And uh, yeah, it's it's been, we've been pretty consistent, you know? I don't know if the if the venue is, uh, <laughs> we gotta we gotta step it up for the venue right now. They're, they're not thrilled with us either. <laughs> like, kind of like Wade, yeah. you know? I'm not it's sure, I'm not sure if the patrons at Ice House necessarily want comedy there on their Wednesdays <laughs> you it's know tough. it's tough there I, I okay so I used to do music before I was doing comedy and uh -huh. um, and what we were doing was uh, you know it was different it was definitely different from the traditional four or five piece rock band doing yeah. covers and everything else that it's great I mean that's what they they really enjoy there and um yeah, I mean, dude, we started playing. We got maybe, I don't know, a minute and a half in, and they fucking pulled the plug on us. Just pulled the plug, and you're like, you guys are fucking done. Get the fuck out of here right now. And they're like, okay, well, this is... Uh, that happened not, at the ice our, No, it was, it was called... I want to say it's called the Living Room Pub. That might be wrong. That might have been somewhere else, but oh. it was... Um, Right. So if you go over the bridge from Westland and you go to the other side of the street, it was the building uh, before you get to like at the end of the block to the left. The last building there was like on the corner. I think it was called the living room pub, but hmm. they used to run. Yeah, it was they called it an open mic, but it was not very much of an I mean, it was open mic if it was, you know, for that. But yeah, yeah they they did not like us there. but. You know, we, we found our place to go, but I think, yeah, Oregon City is a tough one unless I know that it's worked kind of up on the hill. I had a buddy who, my buddy Casey, he used to run, uh, it's called, um, 
hardcore and comedy and he used to run it up at fuck what was that place called um it was up close to the fred meyer up on up there up on oh, the, the hill but hair? maybe the wild hair something up there up yeah wild there's a pretty big spot i've thought about running i thought about asking them yeah uh, and then out in oak grove too he used to run out there out near oak grove at i think the oak grove saloon and um yeah i mean it's I don't know, because, yeah, there's not, like, the comedy crowd. The comedy crowd's it's different. You got to really know. And it's it's luck. And it's... Uh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, so what would you got people, like, what kind of... I mean, so, the okay. I'm getting way ahead of myself. So the comics you're bringing in there, are they... Yeah. I mean, I would think in Oregon City, you need a certain kind of comic to come in there. Kind of one yeah. that doesn't like take any shit more than yeah. someone more than someone who's funny yeah no you gotta have a lot of uh you got a lot of you gotta have a lot of tools in the bag you know for uh for that crowd because a couple of uh a couple of comics have kind of gotten into it with the crowd <laughs> and, oh no okay yeah. and sometimes That's the crowd doesn't respond well even i got into it with with the crowd as a host i was like i'm not good at hosting it's just like i was already in a bad mood and uh, sometimes you, you have know. to yeah so i'm like because they just they just talk to themselves you know like they're watching tv and and it's really it's really or they will sometimes you know they do that thing where they just speak out you know like on the pause of you know the, the comics will pause for their joke and then they say something stupid or or they say what they're gonna say so it's yeah it gets frustrating and some of the comics have enjoyed it some of the comics have definitely not i mean there's there's been some uh sets that were not enjoyable i don't think for anyone <laughs> they just got weird you know sure. and i bet and, some people get eaten alive there yeah yeah well it's a cold room like it's a cold room like it's even hard to get them just to do the regular fluff like make yeah. some noise for this make some noise for that and uh yeah the tv's Crazy on happen one show uh somebody some guy i think he he was too drunk and too stoned and he fell off of his bar stool and I, he might have had a stroke or hit his head it was i mean we had to stop the show <laughs> called it was 911. <laughs> whoa uh, yeah this guy was not holding himself very well and he was making noises like that a, that a grown man should not be making so we're like oh shit what's wrong with him so anyway we got the you know, call 911 and i was i was like what do i do here is this a show must go on type situation <laughs> or and then i was looking to my headliner you know who's also a friend and he's just like time out <laughs> just <laughs> make sure everybody's okay yeah you know? so yeah yeah hosting showcases is a lot different than hosting a mic yeah and hosting a showcase in oregon city is is a challenge uh i'm almost like hey if they don't want us there then because it's possible that their you know their patrons are not showing up because it's comedy wednesday <laughs> that's you know? true uh and i don't want that i mean i don't want anybody to be losing money but no it's pretty much a business thing they're like hey our numbers are down so but i got two i got i have december booked and i got 
some fucking killers like definitely the strongest lineups i've had since i've been there um so i'm hoping we can promote it a little better this this week and i don't know we gotta we gotta we gotta bring it you know how are they doing promoting it uh, is the they're not very good either you yeah know? like i had shit promotion from from yeah. the place we were at like we didn't get anything they didn't fucking help us at all and so no. I mean, you'd think the bar would want to do at least something to help, but yeah, I mean, they just kind of put it on you and you hope. They do. And, I, you know, we, del we deliver each week, you know, we show up with gear, we start on time, we have comics, you know, we, we're, we're bringing what we said we'd bring. Yeah. <laughs> you know? how, so, how long are you doing? Like a couple hours, hour and a half? No, we uh, usually start around 8.30 and we're usually over little after 10 or so oh, okay so it's like you got an hour and a half yeah hour, hour and a half cool yeah, that's perfect it's if if the comics uh you know are enjoying the crowd then then they'll go longer but some comics have gotten off sooner <laughs> they didn't even finish their time so yeah because sometimes jokes just don't land and it's weird for for a sort of seasoned comic to i mean yeah it's, right it's a different crowd yeah they're they're used to a portland crowd they're used to city mm -hmm. crowds and you go out into fucking oregon city you got to be bringing it totally differently like <laughs> that's true. you, yeah. you gotta yeah you can't be telling the the same joke about your cat um <laughs> in in oregon city as you could tell in portland and just crush it um no, it's, but I think it's good for the comics, you know? I think it is too. I think, yeah, it strengthens them. You got to be well-rounded. I mean, cause you're going to get to a crowd that's not fucking, not, not fucking with you. Like you got, no. you got to be ready. You got to be on your feet and you got to be able to play to your crowd. Not just, and if you are fucking up, if no, the crowd doesn't care, you got to be able to switch gears and get it to make it so they do care Yeah, or else you know you're just gonna be it's tough yeah it's, it's tough i feel like uh between the the driving range mic that i had and this show i feel like whatever i start to run is like a gauntlet <laughs> you know what i mean like because getting yeah. laughs in a i mean you got a picture of doing a mic at a driving range you know so comedy was, supposed to be yeah. in like a closed in place and then I just took out like the last four bays of a driving range and set up a stage and amps. But there's so much, so much place for that, for the energy to go, you know, like there's so many other things to focus on. So focusing on a comic and doing well there was really tough, <laughs> you know, because it's so spread out. Are they hitting balls then still then during that yeah. too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah. I put out free, put out free balls uh, and I got, pizza this last year so free balls and pizza for the comics and then uh and then i would take a cutout you know like a big like an eight foot cutout of a, a stand-up person and then i would put like the comics the featured comics face on the on the cutout so you could hit balls at them awesome yeah it was pretty fun yeah that's a good <laughs> real, way to do it it was a real like side that. show it was a real sideshow type covid situation you could tell i missed the state fair quite a bit you know because it, it was like a carnival you know we had hot dogs the first year the first year it was the numbers were crazy because it was summer of 21 
people were just ready to get out, you know, sure. it's a big outdoor mic. And it was, it was a lot of fun. It was one of the first like legitimate, you know, mics at a place. Uh, so it was, it was pretty exciting that, that first year, second year, 22, it was a little lackluster, low numbers, you know, Oregon city is a little far to go for a mic, I suppose. <laughs> Plus it's not a room. It's just a half a pavilion <laughs> that's open. <laughs> And I don't know if you've ever been to the driving range in Oregon City. Uh, I mean, it's a big range. It's not like a, it's not like one of those things where you just hit into an alley of nets, <laughs> you know, like it's yeah, open. So, but yeah. And now this icebreaker show feels like a gauntlet of sorts too, <laughs> you know, but yeah. So you, you got, uh, I mean, what, what's your next move then? Are you going to, I mean, are you going closer to Portland? Or are you going to try something new out, out your way? Because I mean, like once you can get set, I mean, you have you have the area. Nobody has that area out there except for you. I'd be my guess. So, yeah. I mean, you have that area covered. You just got to find the right, the right. Yeah. I mean, it's, you had it at one time, but then, I mean, yeah, things change. And um, yeah. yeah, I think. Um, I don't know. I'll see how this this next week goes. Um, maybe, yeah. I definitely want to find another venue, um, at least to do a monthly show at. Um, a weekly show is kind of a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So we might go to monthly, but yeah. Plus, I just got handed a well, cam. Just gave me the the Patty's mic. So now I'm hosting that on Sundays. So Down, uh, downtown? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, the Patty's mic has been has been passed off to me, so I took it, but I haven't I haven't uh yeah, hosting is really <laughs> really tough, man. Yeah, no yeah. one tells you that. <laughs> no, no, no one tells you hosting is easy. Or uh, no one it's tough. I mean, they'll they'll tell you it's easy. But yeah, yeah there's a lot more that goes into it than uh, hey, come on, ring out, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, whoever to the stage, and uh, yeah, it's a lot more than that. So there's, yeah, yeah you got to do a lot of shit. But so then, okay, so how'd you get into comedy? You were just the you were the guy who showed up one day. Uh, <laughs> was that your that wasn't your first time though? No, no, no. After I turned uh, after I turned forty, I was like, oh, I got to. I got to make some changes. So I took a few classes, but for like the first year, I just kept taking like an intro class and then I just do the student showcase, but I, I wasn't going to mics or anything. Uh, and then I started going to mics and kind of really getting into it. And then, you know, life gets messy. So I took, took some time off, but when I was, uh, you know, when I first met you and started doing your show, that was like, that was one of the only uh that was one of the only things I was doing at that time, you know, like it was a good it was a way for me to branch out uh and gain some confidence and then uh and then I started going and doing more mics after that because you know you just you have to you knew everyone <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I didn't yeah, I knew everyone that was yeah, everybody had come through I met um yeah, everybody. That I know now, you know, who had been around back then, they were on that show. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, 
besides uh, Sid and I, I mean, you got to know everyone. I mean, you weren't on there just like one time. You were there every single show. So yeah, you got to yeah. know really everyone that we knew. It was really piggybacking on. <laughs> yeah. I had to, we're happy you were. I mean, you were you were a draw there every time. And so, yeah, yeah it, was, it was great. So then you were going. And so that was what, like 2017 or somewhere around there, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. 17, 16, 17. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been 16, 17. Yeah. Like, I think it was 16. Must have been. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay. So um, then, yeah. Then that went away and started. Uh, well, then I took I took one more class, even though I was already like getting booked and and um, going to Mike's. I wasn't getting booked a ton, but I took one more class in helium. And then uh, and then yeah, and then I kind of went. Then I kind of went right at it, you know, pretty hard for for about a year, and then actually two years, and then COVID kind of shut down. And then, uh, yeah, and then COVID, I had a Zoom mic for a bit. This has been a while since I've been on Zoom. You can see my background and my lighting's all messed up. But uh, I don't have internet at my house right now. <laughs> but uh, but then, ever since uh, you know it's been open, you know, I mean, I've been trying to, I'm trying to make it uh, what I do. You know, anytime yeah. I can, I got to, you know, I got kids to uh, <laughs> to take care of, so. Sometimes I don't get to get out as much as I want to, you know, but, yeah. you know, oh, you, but, you're yeah, getting, out. getting out. What, uh, have you gone anywhere, uh, like traveling for some shows? Uh, you've been Ooh, mainly not, Portland. I mean, you know, not further than like independence or Salem or. Uh, Where'd you go one. there? Oh, let's see. I don't remember the show. Is it Thai Voice production? You know Thai Voice? Ha. Huh. Anyway, he's he produces a lot of shows and in the in the southern southern of Portland. But then I also did a show up in Seattle at a bowling alley. Uh, that was that was interesting. That's about as far as I've gone. How does the bowling alley? It doesn't seem like that's a good good spot. I've uh, I thought about it when I worked at a bowling alley, and then I saw. I thought that was just a, a terrible idea because they well, don't they don't stop shit. Yeah, it wasn't in it was in like a banquet room, so it wasn't that bad. You that's know. good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's cool. Bowled a little, and uh, yeah, told some jokes. It was fun. I did, plus it's exciting to go on a on drive it's exciting to leave a little bit out of town to do a show yeah you know yeah but you know are you doing any comedy in salt lake city uh dude okay so i thought about it there was one place that was not uh okay one place where i could probably say stuff um that i wouldn't be in trouble if i said a lot of stuff i guess is the way to put it without getting to, I mean, if you can probably figure it out with Salt Lake City. So uh, the audience and, and I was, I was tempted, but I just, they had a place at like a German bar and I just, I didn't, I didn't want to, I did a whole bunch in Minneapolis. Um, but yeah, when, when I was in Salt Lake City, I just, I couldn't, I don't know. 
I, I was just kind of turned off by it. There was just like, I, there was like one place and yeah, no, I was, uh, yeah, I just, I don't no. know. Salt Lake was just fucking too draining for me, just in general. Like I just, I didn't have anything left. I was just so over everything. I didn't, comedy was just, and nothing really to me then, which kind of sucked. But so now like, now that I'm out here, um, I'm trying, I think I'm going to start up a showcase out here. Uh, so oh, nice. Somewhere close to me. I, I'm ready again. I think I can handle maybe a monthly monthly thing meet some people out here but i don't really want to go that far i might i don't know maybe something in hartford or new haven one of those two but yeah i don't want to go i don't know like i i do i have a buddy who lives out here who he was a comic in portland like 2000 i don't know 8 2010 or something like uh-huh. just a little bit before I started and he lives like 45 minutes from here and him and I like I've, I've known him since uh like I was friends with him in high school and him and I have a really fucking weird dynamic um we both don't like we don't really like each other we, we're friends but like <laughs> we we fucking we hate each other but like we're we're cool we're good we're good but it's just okay. it's ridiculous but it's a good dynamic for a back and forth um and so we're gonna go and try to do something either in here or, or in boston or in new york and at least do do one one show out there and then yeah i don't know man i just i'd like to get back into it i think it'd be good but in the meantime i'm I'm happy doing more podcasting and reaching out to people who I haven't really gotten to talk with for a while. And um, I mean, even going back to people I had on the very first, when I first started this podcast, when I like first couple of years, I was a comic uh, and like Steve Magnuson, you know, Steve, Oh yeah, he's a Portland, Portland comic or he was, and yeah, he was my first, first guest and i just had him back on and so it's kind of cool to do that uh and then so yeah so now i'm just sort of going through and have yeah, finding finding some people and trying to do this more i have like six podcasts right now so six. three three or four of them are active yeah okay um, <laughs> we, we had one it was like a podcast slash like like video show but we ended up getting a cease and desist from disney and then they stole our idea so that kind of wow yeah yeah that yeah they like you can't do this anymore and then they all of a sudden they pretty much did the exact same thing so that kind of took away one of our shows so it took us down to like five huh but talk about that show well, no, I mean, so it was like, uh, it was a fight club. Um, it, it was a show uh, about, it was called Fred Ben Savage as fuck. And it was, we do and compare like the new Wonder Years and the old Wonder Years for Fred Savage. And then Ben Savage, we do the Boy Meets World and then Girl Meets World, which was this new show. And then we were comparing those. And then, yeah, Disney sent us a cease and desist. Oh. And then start they started a show with, 
um, the Boy Meets World cast, going over the show is basically doing exactly what we were doing, but just with their own people. And so, yeah, that was kind of the end of that one. But yeah, what what you gonna do? So I'm down to like five five podcasts Mm -hmm. now. But this one, I'm I'm going. I'm going. I'm I'm reaching out to people, and yeah. I don't know. It's been it's been interesting. It's been interesting and podcasting, man. Is it, is it, is it working for you? Oh, it's kind of nice. I mean, yeah. I mean, I talking to people I probably wouldn't have talked to. I wouldn't have reached out to nearly as much. I mean, I'm still friends with everyone. Or like you, like I don't know if I would have reached out to you and been like, hey, I haven't talked to you forever. It'd be good to. Yeah, yeah. I get to talk to you and you know get let people hear your story. Um, oh, yeah. I got a big one. <laughs> yeah. Nice story now. Now it's I'm old. <laughs> so I mean yeah, you're you're a little older than me, not too much. You got uh-huh. you got a few years on me, but it's not that much. And then so I mean you're so okay, so so when you're 40, you're just thought, you know, hey, I gotta go out, I gotta yeah it's not yeah. i'd even had been in your head before that i wanted to be a comic or uh, yeah well at least something you know definitely wanted to be something that i didn't because uh, i was always on the other side of the camera you know i would shoot and edit and do photography and uh and then a lot of my projects felt kind of similar situation like with your uh disney situation like we had a project that we put everything into and and uh and it just got swiped (laughs) you know and it wasn't like i mean it wasn't like my baby it wasn't i didn't write it i didn't direct it but i shot it and i cut it you know and i i put it together and we did four 22 minute episodes of a like a television pilot and uh a lot of the major Portland actors, uh, you know, the local actors, the bigger names, they were all working on it uh, for free. Everybody was working for free. Damn. Yeah. And it was it was a pretty good size production. I mean, I, I'd say like when we released it, we, we took the Hollywood theater and it, uh, yeah, they were, they almost sold out. You know, it was, it was a pretty big, it was a pretty big thing and we we shot and we shot and turned it around like inside of 11 months like after after i mean take away not pre-production but production and post was Holy like 11 shit. months and, and you were uh, the only one editing it yeah i mean the the director writer uh he was him and i were you know we were the we were the two working on it. So he would cut some things together, but I cut most of it together. Yeah. And then, and then also like I learned after effects, like on the job, because the, you know, the story was about like these, I mean, it's the story of, uh, it's like any other story, like star Wars or X-Men, you got, you know, good sides, bad sides, you know, superpowers, whatever. Um, but they were the dark lights and the white lights. And, uh, but anyway, and it was it was a little hokey, but it was I mean it was a solid, it was solid enough, you know. Like he he was a good writer, and 
And then um, he sent it with somebody to LA to go pitch it. And then oh. <laughs> never came back. And this was in 2003, I think. Oh, okay. Like 2003, 2004. And uh, so they took it. They didn't come back. They were never to be heard from again. And then about nine months after that, uh, that show Heroes came out. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it was basically exactly the same show. Uh, in so fact, Heroes got big. And, and then they had a, uh, like, I think it was season two or three, they were going to call Villains. And that's what the show I did was. <laughs> it was called Villains. So they made these uh, trailers for it. And then I'm not sure if uh, my, you know, my friend and the director, if he called or anything, he had all of these stories, you know, patented, but, you know, like he had them in the writer's guild. Is that what they, when they, when you, uh, you know, when you, uh, what do they call that? When you get your writers, when you get your, whatever you've written, um, copywritten, is that it? Yeah, anyway. I think so. Or it's a patent. Well, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. So, yeah. so they had that. And then, and then he was, I guess he might've called, I don't know who he called, but they pulled villains. Like they pulled the title villains down, but then that show went on for another couple seasons, you know, <laughs> but there were striking similarities in, in the show that we did and, and heroes. So that sucked. Yeah. So whoever, whoever they pitched it to, basically decided to pitch it to somebody else mm -hmm. yeah oh, they twisted it and they they changed just enough you know yeah so if you have if you have story i mean there's so many stories about good and evil you know like it's what it's all about you know i mean every yeah so so it's easy to like tweak it a little here and there but but then i also had like so there was that and then i had a uh oh i was doing time-lapse photography and then other video projects and i would lose i lost a bunch of them on my hard drives and uh what and that, what's that what was it of oh shit i lost a wedding <laughs> uh oh. yeah it was a volunteer job but it was uh you know i was doing it as a favor but i lost the clip of, of <laughs> the wedding so that was that was a moment and then and then i just kind of short-circuited you know like i was like well, i was done with technology and then also iphones started being able to do a uh, time-lapse photography which i had studied a lot and like practiced a lot and like put a lot of energy into and and uh yeah and then people were just doing that shit on their iphones and i just and then i just snapped and i i just i put everything technologically away <laughs> and i went and worked in the woods for like oh. four years like four years i worked in the woods from like 36 to to 40 and uh yeah and then uh and then it was while i was working in the woods i wanted to start doing stand-up because stand-up is like well you don't have to do i mean this is what you think at first like you don't have to all you need is a microphone and a and then me, <laughs> that's all, that's all we need. We don't need yeah. anything from post-production. We don't need pre-production with just, it's pretty cut and dry. It's just me and a microphone. Like what else? Because thinking about all the other aspects of production that I had already known, stand-up looked 
and still is pretty fucking simple you know <laughs> like you really need you need a yeah you need a funny comic and you need a mic and and i guess a crowd and lights and that's good to have a dj so i guess the production keeps getting bigger but you know but at first it's, it's easy to see that kind of appeal and the simplicity of it well that's only if you're producing a show if you're just a fucking comic all you need to do is make people fucking enjoy what they're doing or make them experience yeah. something that's all you got to do you then you just you don't even need to have a microphone no like it's true. You, you fucking you get on a plane you hop on a plane you whatever you you want to be the guy that uh you know, your your gimmick is you go in a, a Hawaiian shirt, shorts, and flip-flops every day or something. You you hop on the airplane, you you touch down, you go do your show, you leave, and that's you don't need to bring anything. You just bring yourself. Yeah. As long as you can remember, remember your lines. <laughs> remember your jokes. Yeah, yeah. Remember your jokes. That's appealing, you know. That's, yeah. uh, that's appealing, especially after setting up you know, shots and lighting and actors <laughs> and dealing with actors. Oh my God. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. 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 Being able to coordinate all them and then, you know, having to pivot if not where, if when someone drops out or someone is, you know, not wanting to do shit that day or um, I mean, that's how it was with, comedy show there was always somebody i think probably i had maybe two shows of you know every one of my shows i've ever done where it was one at the show you were you would do and then it was one at a different location like i don't know back when it was more just an open when i was just doing more open mics um but i had a, i guess it was a showcase yeah, but I had open mic after, but um, and everyone showed up that time. But I mean, every time someone's gonna fucking bail, someone's gonna bail, and you know, you just have to be ready to pivot. And it's yeah. it's not quite like working with cats or strippers, but it's pretty close. <laughs> it's like the next next thing of wrangling wrangling yeah. things and trying to keep them in line. But yeah, I mean, yeah, if you you anyone who produces a show, you know, they're doing a lot more than just just hosting and the fucking uh the places running it probably isn't helping doing much to it so yeah whoever's out producing the show man they're fucking doing a lot so share share those fucking things that people are doing go uh you know go do what you can do to help help out people who are promoting your show fucking promote your show if you're on the show fucking say something say something <laughs> I mean, you got a lot of that. You got a lot of people who don't say anything about the show and just. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. This place is funny. I'm at the driving range right now. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's my day job too, you know. But I was going to go out and stand in front of the, uh, I was going to go out and stand in front of the, where I used to have the show because I still have the backdrops out there, um, you know, for the, for the mic anyway. So you could resurrect that. <laughs> it could get, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of work. Sure. <laughs> it's a lot of work for a mic. Uh, I think it's fun, but there really aren't, there's no food or drinks here. I mean, there's beer and wine and, you know, vending machines but 
uh, yeah, you got to bring a lot. Like, you got to bring all the equipment, oh. stage, bring food. I did get Pioneer Pizza to, to give me like four free pizzas each week. So that was cool. Okay. Well, and I made a sign for them. Uh, so I could feed comics at least. I should have been feeding uh, customers. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, people would just tell their jokes while, while people are hitting golf balls, you know? So whether they they wanted to, I mean, a lot of people have earphones in anyway, you know, if they're golfing, but sometimes people oh. listen, you know, it's just tough to tell if anybody liked what you're talking about. So it was not up close and personal. So was there anybody that didn't have their jokes at all and just fucking started ripping on everybody that was golfing? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's what of- I would do. Well, I kind of, des- I mean, that's what I had in mind when I was thinking of it. Like, it would be like a riff mic, especially having, having the, uh, having the comics face out there in the range to hit balls that, you know, that's, oh, figured yeah. that would be, yeah, that would be something to chime in on. The first idea was to put a, put the comics in a cage and then hit golf balls at them in the cage while they're performing. And uh, my boss still really wants that to happen, but uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't ever feel comfortable enough in my design, <laughs> or uh, or the liability insurance of yeah. uh, putting comics inside of a, a stage <laughs> to just say golf balls hit at it. So, like the uh, the uh, the thing that picks up the range balls. Like, do you have? It's the little cart. Is it a one person uh-huh. cart? Uh, it's a mini truck. It's a mini truck, so you could get a second person in there and oh, then, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, get get some sort of, uh, yeah, I don't know, that could be kind of fun, uh, some sort of um, PA system. Yeah, some sort of PA <laughs> system or like, yeah, something that's like, just have it right back there sitting right above the, you know, if there's a PA system right above the all the golfers and then. It'd be like a fucking dunk tank, the car, like carnival shit, like you were saying, you know, just, uh, yeah, that's, that you know, come idea. on, you fucking, yeah, I would have, I would love that. I would be having a blast doing that. Uh, I remember yeah. doing that at the Westland Fair when I was a, a teenager. And that was kind of when I knew I was a little shit and uh, <laughs> I knew how to <laughs> rile up a crowd. But um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that that could be an interesting one, but um i mean yeah it's, it's still still tons to do and yeah you know you know i mean it's it's just it's all it's all the same thing wrapped up in a different package yeah <laughs> you know but uh i do like thinking about you know different kinds of shows that would be fun you know there's a lot of it going around portland right now there's a there's a few riff mics and some some different shows with panels that sometimes are are fun and sometimes they're not <laughs> you know like if you have if you have three people if three other comics on stage with you and then you're on stage and they all have mics that can you know it's oh. like, what, are, what are we doing yeah but sometimes they'll just kind of rip on you and then sometimes they try and help your jokes but really it's if it doesn't work it does not work <laughs> Is that like a kill Tony kind of thing? Yeah. You know, like, like, okay. Kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that could, I guess see that going wrong real fast. If you yes. don't have, 
the right kind of person up there doing both being the person on stage or the three comics that are yeah they're doing it because you get one one person do fucking that up that can go go sideways really quick yeah for sure um yeah what other what other kind of shows are there yeah i don't know there's a ton of mics these days they all came back nobody yeah i don't know people don't really give a shit about covid i mean people keep getting covid but nobody's shutting anything down plus covid isn't uh it's not what it used to be yeah <laughs> so, so yeah, it's it's good to know that that's not going to go back. I don't think it'll go back to the way it was. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I I, I missed most of it. Um, where I was, it. I don't know. It was like I was in Minneapolis for the first like month or two of it, and mm-hmm. then and then I was down in southern Minnesota after that, and like hardly anyone gave a shit down there. And then in Iowa, nothing ever happened. Like I could drive 10 minutes to be in Iowa. There were no masks. There was no, um, nothing shut down. Everything was just business as usual. And then when I moved to Salt Lake City, it was just like everything had just lifted, I think. Um, But yeah, Yeah. like, yeah, in Southern Minnesota, no one gave a fuck at all. It was- That's crazy to think about. Yeah. That would have been a good place to go, or any place that was like that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I was so close to buying a place in Iowa. I loved Iowa. It was, I I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I never thought I'd be in a place like Iowa, but then I I ended up just loving the place. And I mean, I could have gotten like a, a pretty decent house, and then I was gonna buy a um like a big building to do like basically like a flea market kind of a place oh yeah you know something like that and i would have you know been able to get both of those for less than what it had been for a house anywhere else and you know had property and just the the prices for that were just so good and yeah it was hard to get out there and then yeah go to salt lake city so but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, what you gonna do Hey, but move around. I need to move. Yeah. Well, I just need to move out of my house. It's uh yeah, it's too it's just too much of a house. I'm gonna stay in West Lynn, but um yeah, now I'm thinking I should get a get a show at your old spot, the salty I, rhino. I think you should. I think it'd be cool to bring it back there. And um I mean it's pretty easy transportation out there uh for for the bus i mean yeah yeah, if you're in portland it's pretty easy if you get downtown it's just one bus uh it's not that hard and if you drive it's you know 20 25 minutes it's not not terrible so yeah Yeah. i I don't know i think that'd be cool and then yeah bring it bring it on back and because yeah i mean it was oh go ahead i was gonna say it was fucking you and uh you and Rochelle Cochran and uh uh fuck uh what was that dude's name? Why am I forgetting his name? Um, I, mean, I can't not, think I keep picturing Silverman, you know. I remember Jake being, I remember Jake being on that show and 
and uh i don't know <laughs> I I said something to him while he was on stage and uh and it was really rude and arrogant and and now that I see new comics I'm like oh wow I was really and I've you know and I've talked to him about it since then but I was like I said something like dude you're crushing and he it was when he was starting to work on his his crowd work stuff yeah you know? and and he just looks at me and he goes I'm working on a thing wow <laughs> And it was just like, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like, yeah, I just like, I just felt like a dick, you know, in the end, <laughs> because it's like, okay, but it's funny to see like what people start working on and then where they go. And, yeah. uh, you know, now he's in New York. Yeah, I saw, I saw him and Jeremiah in Minneapolis. They came out and did a oh, show no. out there and I saw, saw yeah. them. But, yeah, yeah, I got Jeremiah on this week. Oh well, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, Jeremiah, yeah. all his uh, his whole was... thing is his first joke was about me. Saying, <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, he said, uh, "Oh, hey, there's there's Rusty, uh, or you know, whatever it was before uh, he started doing comedy." And he's like, "That guy's not funny. I'm funnier than that guy. I can do this." And uh, that ended up being this like, "Fuck, this guy's not funny." So. Yeah, that, that was, I remember his first joke, and I'll, I'll always tell that story. Uh, but yeah, um, Pedro, Pedro Andrade, him. him. He's, on my, he's on this week's show, too. Dude, yeah. He fucking good guy, man. Uh, oh, yeah. You, you, Rochelle, and Pedro were the fucking, uh, you You three were my favorite uh, uh -huh, people nice. there, so. Yeah, that was, that was fun. I remember, uh. Yeah, that's funny that you mentioned Jeremiah and Pedro. They're both on this week's Icebreaker with uh, Arlo Warehouser and, and Kate Ooh. Murphy. Okay, yeah, yeah, dude, Arlo was fucking awesome. I remember uh, right when Arlo started. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember like getting along real well. Like mm -hmm. we, we fucking we clicked right away. Fucking cool yeah. as shit. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm psyched with that lineup. I just don't know. <laughs> I'm still like trying to figure out how to, because you can't, there's, there's three, there's basically three headliners in there, you know? Uh -huh. Yeah. I don't know hmm. what, uh, uh, I don't know. I would. I was thinking Pedro, Jeremiah, Kate, Arlo. Or Pedro, Kate. Yeah, at, at the ice Jeremiah. house. Yeah. Or would you or would you close would, with Jeremiah? I would close with Jeremiah. That's what a couple people have said. And then a couple I mean, people I, like, I don't know if that would be that would for sure would not be everywhere. But at the ice house, I would close with Jeremiah. Because um, <coughs> I I would I would agree. I would say all three of those are all headliners. Anywhere in the fucking anywhere around those are headliners. Yeah. And, it's weird because I didn't think. Like I kind of put it out there on December because a couple other comics, I was like, you just tell me when you can do it, you know, and, and we'll do it. And then, and then both of them, uh, well, Kate and Arlo are like a, a package deal. Oh, <laughs> and okay. Then, uh, and then Jeremiah was like, that's the, that's the week I can do. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I'm not going to say no to a killer lineup. And then yeah. I needed, I needed one more and I hadn't booked Pedro yet. So I just felt like he'd be good in there, you know. Always, always consistent. He was consistent every time, and you know, he was always 
he was always there on time and he was always there fucking what even like when i needed someone and i needed to call someone up that was they were yeah. there and same same with amanda martin Tolley. oh yeah she, she was another one where it was i could i could hit her up and you know get her to come out and so yeah she just started getting back out well she's been hosting the firkin on tuesdays with uh kelly. oh yeah kelly and them so that's and then also uh caroline yeah oh okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 i mean if she'd come out i think she did the show at least once yeah and, that was, uh, it was a real i mean i didn't realize it much at the t- as much at the time but it was it was huge to get to know everybody you know just through that show yeah Remember, uh, yeah Bellucci, sharista and yeah uh, yeah it's funny because those memories will pop up on facebook and i'm like oh that was, I was like hey, those people are still still doing it <laughs> like yeah. i don't know who those guys are that's but. fucking awesome I, i'm glad yeah to see everyone that's still out and uh you know still doing it from those shows because those shows were they were fun they were fun did you um, ever you never did you ever have uh james hartenfeld on uh-uh i don't know i don't believe so i don't think i know that name yeah no i, did, I don't think it doesn't I'm, mean anything no, it was just so I can't like I met him after. But yeah. yeah. I left in early 2019. So if yeah. Yeah, 19. I had a lot of good momentum in 19. I was coming yeah. around a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then it got shut down. Yeah, in my it, like right in February, March of 2020, I had like I had the most shows booked that I'd ever had. I just won my first roast. Oh, <laughs> I beat Dennis Cruz at a roast, and uh, awesome. Yeah, so I was, and then everything got shut down. I was like, man, I had momentum, <laughs> you know. And then, yeah, but yeah, it's good to be. It's, it's good to be back in full swing, you know, for sure. Yeah, I, and. I, I hope hope it keeps on keeping on and you know keeps it in full swing and um and you know the shows get going and uh yeah so whoever's out listening uh you know book Dan book book him <laughs> book Dan uh he gets he gets my stamp of approval any day so for what that's worth to anyone uh, yeah fucking good guy always fucking there always fucking consistent and you know i never and fucking yeah well and 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 put fucking asses in the seats whether (laughs) whether whether it's you know or people who don't even you know people who knew him but then he he got a lot of new fans he got a lot of new fans he was he was the guy there he was the guy to see so uh dan uh anything you want to promote you want to promote the ice ice show Oh yeah, my ice icebreaker comedy. It's it's on Wednesdays at least for uh, the month of December at Ice House in uh, in Oregon City, eight o'clock, free show. Got a killer lineup for uh, the the rest of December. So yeah, you're in Oregon City, and uh, you know yeah, check it out. And if you're you know out where uh, Rusty is, just leave Connecticut, come to Oregon City. You know, yeah, right. No yeah. Free show, pay for yeah. itself. Yeah, I mean, a flight, no problem. Just 
Yeah. Good. Yeah. Ain't no no thing. You know. Get, like get four Southwest out. flights over here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's the way to get there. That was. Yeah. No, I don't know what else to promote. Jeez. Uh, yeah. What, how do they find you on the internet if they want to find you on the internet? Oh, if you Dan want to be found on the internet, Dan Wianco. Dan Wianco. I don't. I think there's just one. There's just one Dan Wianco. Yeah. That works out all right. Yeah. Yeah. That works okay. out pretty good. Yeah, I'm oh, on yeah. Instagram. I'll start posting. I need to start posting my jokes. I don't know why I don't, but I don't know. I you got to be able to tell them. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. it was good talking to you, Rusty. Yeah, good talking with you too, Dan. And I'll um, I'll get this up here in like uh, an hour or so, uh, huh. you know, because I have to do hours and hours of editing of this uh, before huh. I put it up. So it'll be up in, a, yeah, probably half hour 45 minutes as soon oh, wow. as it as soon as it processes and stuff and i'll get you all Here. on there so uh, thank you yeah and we'll uh we'll reconvene someday uh, if you're ever out here i'll, I'll put you on my show and, yeah yeah put yeah. me on again when i'm not like in front of my boss all day i'd, I'd really cut loose then yeah, dude. Anytime you want to, you let me. You send me a message. Tell me. Tell me when you want to do that. I can. I can make uh, room for you whenever. Right. We'll, we'll do That's a Dan awesome. Wayanko part two. So, everyone, right. thanks for listening, and uh, thank you, Dan. And that's the show, man.